This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Well, I have a doctorate in computer science. I run my own business, of course. I do like to cook. I'm not such a good talker, but I love to listen. In my spare time, I like to build furniture and then to have a discussion about where to put it in a room. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Apu. <laughs> was that your um, is that your Tinder profile? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Seems to work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, the whole kind of concept of this episode came about because uh, the writer realized Apu is the best, like, single, like, best bachelor in Springfield, yeah. and compared to everyone else, he's an Adonis. So, yeah, it's less that. That worked, and more that everyone else is a piece of garbage in Springfield. I imagine after Maud dies, it becomes Flanders. Yeah, probably. Just because he's in, probably he's in, on par, at least. He, he's in better shape. Yeah. Like, I mean, like when Maud dies, Apu's already with Manjula, obviously, yeah, right. so yeah. he's not a bachelor anymore. But if they were both bachelors at the same time, I think they'd be pretty close, yeah. pretty even. Like, you know, probably have different have pros and cons. Both made a thousand dollars each. Those firefighters would have got their truck. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No problem at all. Um. Yeah, this is two bad neighbors. We are the encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through ten. And uh, my name is Greg. My name is Alan. And the weather is beautiful. It's very nice out today. We're outside. Yeah, we are. So if there's a if the sound of uh, of neighbors doing yard work or children playing in the background, that's or just birds nature chirping. Yeah, squirrels jumping, doing, jumping and and squeaking at us to get out of their territory. Mm. Well, you can. Um, you can just tell those squirrels to go to hell because they didn't buy this property. Neither did I. <laughs> but yeah, we've we uh, we've broken into a backyard. Yeah, we've um, <laughs> we're trespassing, so we might have to take down real fast. <laughs> um, yeah, have you been, Greg? Oh, you know, pretty good uh, as far as it goes. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. That means on Wednesday tomorrow, I'll be going back to work. Oh yeah, so oh, that's, that's your new job. Neat. Sure. Didn't think that would happen <laughs> ever uh-huh. again. Yeah. I got to that point where I kind of gave up on the old world. Yeah. And how, you know, jobs should just be abolished. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of things should be abolished. Well, that's <laughs> I think true. We've made a lot of mistakes along the way. <laughs> Humans kind of suck. Yeah. Um, universal basic income. Come on. Come, Come on, on guys. Come on. Come on. Come you've, on, Trudeau. You've proved it works. <laughs> You've just proved it works. Yep. The reason I... The, the thing is, like, I could have easily said no to going back. Mm. Um, reason I didn't was because I want to I wanna do something. Oh, yeah. I want to go out. I want to have a reason to go and do something right now. Um, so it's, it's honestly less about going out and getting a job and, and making money. And, it, and it's a good thing because it's a fucking minimum wage job. <laughs> um, so it, it's it's less about that and more about uh, just wanting to have a something of a purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and reason to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Even if it's only three days a week, that's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, that's four days you can stay in bed all day. That's right, and I don't have to feel bad about it <laughs> because I'm working, I'm working hard. There you go. Like for how 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 hard should it be to be like okay, universal basic income, four day work week. Yeah. Have we? Haven't we? Yeah. Not, thanks a lot, Henry Ford. Yeah. Have we not worked ourselves to death enough? No. Evidently not. <laughs> Evidently not. Get back in those sugar mines. Yeah, we need to. Or insect overlords. They're abandoned right now. <laughs> they weren't considered essential services. We That's had right. lots of sugar stockpiles. Yeah. They actually paid me to take sugar. It's in my carport. <laughs> I have just, just pallets, piles of sugar. Pallets of sugar. <laughs> um, they're gonna the the ants are gonna come by and take it any time any time yep. now. Um, but how have you been? You know. Uh, nothing new to report. Yeah. <laughs> so about the same. Yeah. Uh, up and down. It's it's nice that like the weather's nice now. So yeah. at least, as opposed to when the pandemic started, it was still snowy and gross. Yeah. At least it feels a bit more like oh, I can like go outside and do things and um, hang out with pals outside as well. You know, things like that are a lot more feasible these days, which is good for mental health. Yes. We did some Dungeons and Dragons outside. Yes, which was very nice. It's very I, fun. I think that was a that was a very good mental health day. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to have to have a lot more of those <laughs> mental health days. Um, it's it, honestly it's it's hard for me to talk about like how have you been in in like any real way because it's just like the routine that I'm in is like I get up, I do, I I exercise, and then I try and find something to do. Yeah. with my day. Yesterday. I some minis arrived. Some, some new D and D minis arrived, and I painted some. Nice. So that was a lot of fun. That is fun. Yeah. Um, it was like um, it was it was very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, painting these things, and it and it turned out really well. I pay, I I put some glitter, some some glitter nail polish on one of them. Nice. Yeah. Glitter, glitter character. Yeah, glittery character. Yeah. Well, uh, Ali's warlock character has oh, um, cool. has glitter powers. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> uh, but I could talk about that all day, and God willing, someday when we reach our Patreon goal, I will be able to. Um, but today is different for no other reason than we're actually talking about the Simpsons. Simpsons again. always, always. Still Always. doing it. We're doing it, guys. We're doing it. I, it's we're. I'm. I'm putting some of like world blinders on <laughs> right now to get my brain into the space that it needs to be in order to talk about something as inconsequential as this <laughs> in this time for sure. Uh, but you know what? It's good having you here in the backyard. I, yeah. I think it'll keep us on track a That's little right. bit more. <laughs> Well, of course, we're talking about the two Mrs. Nahasapima Petalons, which is the seventh episode of season nine, written by Richard Apple, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, and original air date November 16th, 1997. Yeah, so we're way off now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been for a while. We used to take summers off. Yeah, that's true. And so to kind of get a weird uh, synchronicity with the, the month and days, at least. It was, that was weird when we would... It, it was interesting that we would do that. It's just out of kind of necessity. Yeah. Because I would just vanish. Because you would leave. <laughs> yeah. And I was so man, I was so excited for for this for this summer because if like if I wasn't going back to London, 
mm-hmm. if I wasn't going back to London, then I would work here. Yeah. And I was going to be in Calgary. Yeah. All summer. Yeah. For the first time in four years. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was going to be a special summer. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> uh, it's, it's special in a different way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all going through trauma. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this one. Oh, the world's a nightmare. Anyway. <laughs> so th- this summer, this summer, I hope is like stage three of opening in Alberta happens and by July so that I can go see a Christopher Nolan movie in theaters. That's all I want. Any of them or just it's all I want. the new one? Just the new one. I just want that. That's all I want. And be pretty great. It see would, an IMAX? It would just be a sense of things that are going to be okay. Yeah. Again, you know? Tenet. Tenet. It's palindrome. Sure too. is. Sure is. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be confusing and awesome. I think his best movies are. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what was his last movie? His last movie was Dunkirk. Okay, yeah, it was it, that was Dunkirk. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good movie, but I I'm less interested in that kind of movie by him. War movies? Yeah, I mean, war movies in general, I'm not really interested in. So yeah. like that was a big big thing. Um, but uh, I just, yeah, when he does things like Inception or uh, Memento, you know, I'm like, cool. Like, no no other filmmaker's doing this kind of shit. He manages to make it a Nolan movie, though. Like, you, yeah, you saw you saw Dunkirk. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the way he, they they edited the movie and yeah. with the with timelines and stuff. I mean, it's... But you notice I even had to, like, think, like, was that a Nolan movie? Or am I thinking of a different... Because I knew it was a filmmaker I liked that yeah. did Dunkirk. And I was, like, trying to think, was that his last movie or was that someone else? Like it's not as, to me anyway, it's not as evident. It's a it's a Nolan movie, right? So, right. Um, that and, being said, and then to me, it's like the most evident sure. that it's that it's him, uh, and he finds like a new bunch of uh, uh, like a bun- like a, a new troop in that because Brana is in Tenet. Uh, Kenneth Brana, yeah. yeah, which is fun. I love seeing Kenneth Brana act. What Harry Styles? Where's he? Eh, at? Whatever. They don't all stick. <laughs> or a uh, main main character, or like, who's who's the main guy in Dunkirk? The one who's lost. Um, Harry. army guy. Isn't there a different army guy who's like kind of like we follow him a lot? Harry Plate. Harry Plate. Yes. Are you making that up on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly sounded like it. So I watched City of Angels last <laughs> night. Uh-huh. The Nick Cage Meg Ryan film. Of course. And uh, it's a good movie. Mm. And there's this moment when Nicolas Cage, the angel, <laughs> says to Meg Ryan, my name is Seth. And she's like, Seth what? And he's like, plate. <laughs> he just looks <laughs> He looks at a, at a plate behind her and says, Seth, plate. Because he doesn't know how humans work. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. It's the original fish out of water. Story. Aren't angels... Humans who become angels? Common misconception. Oh. <laughs> my, they're a different, my mistake. They're a different race. Okay. Of, uh, they're, di- they're different species entirely. Oh. They're otherworldly beings. Yes. Like Lucifer. Literally, yes. He's a fallen angel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You should watch it. I, I've seen it, but like in the 90s. Again. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't want the world to see me. I don't think they'd understand. Yeah. 
Everything's made to be broken. That song is so <laughs> literal in that movie. I know. I love it. It's crazy. And I did didn't they write know. it for the movie. They did. Yeah. It's the only song in that movie that is written for that movie. And I didn't know that mm. until I listened to a podcast called Punch Up the Jams. When they did Iris. Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. That's right. And I had no idea, and that's what made me want to watch City of Angels, because obviously I had watched When Harry Met Sally, which led into Sleepless in Seattle, which will lead into You've Got Mail. And then it led into City of Angels, and it'll probably lead into Proof of Life eventually, and then all of the Meg Ryan movies, including the Presidio. I feel like uh, City of Angels was before You've Got Mail, though, right? After. Really? Must be. I thought You've Got Mail was like uh, 2001 or, or no, 99 maybe. I thought City of Angels was in the 2000s. Oh boy. We got we to gotta verify this right now. Yeah, yeah. Go this for is important. It. Yeah, this is very important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, speaking of When Harry Met Sally, perfect movie. I agree. I've, uh, yeah. <laughs> I I love that movie. I, I obviously also just rewatched it, and uh, yeah, it's perfect. It's, yep. it's, uh, it's the perfect rom com. If you're it's ever feeling a- down like I was, yep. Uh, watch that movie, and it'll make you feel a little bit better about <laughs> things. So much. <laughs> about so much. Um, and, like, Billy Crystal is such, uh, is such a hottie. Okay, City of Angels. Uh-huh. Came out. Uh-huh. Hold on. Uh-huh. I'll get the exact date. April 10th, 1998. Uh-huh. You've Got Mail. Uh-huh. Came out December 18th, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the year for Miss Ryan. Yeah, very, very big year. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Nicolas Cage was such a huge star at that moment. Yeah, that's when he was. Well, that's when he was doing his weird, like Captain Crowley's mandolin and yeah. shit like that. Like his, he's like, I'm a star. I can do whatever. <laughs> I'll do Con Air, and then I'm gonna do, yeah, Captain Crowley's mandolin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're of course talking about The Simpsons. Of course, um, always. <laughs> we never stop. <laughs> Well, speaking of rom-coms, speaking of romance, this episode is about romance. In a way, yes. <laughs> In a roundabout way, it gets there. I mean, it's about uh, an arranged marriage yeah. and uh, Apu loving the bachelor life and uh, railing against that arranged marriage. But then it turns out his wife is hot. So everything's fine. So everything's cool. <laughs> this, uh, the thing that was going through my head while we were watching this episode was like, this is... This episode is a great example of 90s progressive. Mm. Because this episode would be considered quite progressive for the 90s <laughs> in the fact that they're like, look at us spotlighting this culture yeah. and doing a, a very bad job. With yeah. It. And uh look and it's like, oh look, maybe arranged marriages can work as long as she's hot. And it's well, and fine. it's also it's also funny that um like the whole Apu controversy, uh, you know, happened much after this, obviously. But uh, I was like, "Oh, who voices uh, Apu's mother and Manjula?" And it's Andrea Martin and Jan Hooks. <laughs> so, like, Jewish comedians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Azaria <laughs> wins an Emmy for this. And oh, is that dog barking getting picked up? Oh, probably. Cool. Don't worry about it. It's just, it's just nature. Doggy. It's just neighborhood sounds. It's fine. Ignore it. I'm just saying. He sounds really mad. <laughs> There's just kids walking by his, his yard. Oh, yeah. I I, get, I do that, too, then, when yeah. kids walk by my yard. I know. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> Allie does. Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, it's it's just interesting that they like obviously. Hank Azaria, a white man, was, was voicing Apu, and they're like, we need some people to voice the other uh, Indian characters, and who are we going to get? I don't know, white comedians? I mean, that's what we got for Apu. It seems to be working. Yep, that's uh, that makes the most sense. So, uh, yeah, I just found that interesting. But um, but did you find it surprising at all? Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I had like a, a tinge of like, oh, it'd be really cool if it was like, if they got Indian actors. Sure so, it would. You know, but... Because, like, the excuse was always, oh, Hank Azari does it because we've got just this, like, this core group of voice actors, and they all voice everybody. Yeah. So they're voicing lots of different, uh, you know, types of characters. But, like, if you're bringing in guest actors to voice characters, like, you'd think you'd probably try and find some you'd Indian actors. You'd think. You'd think. But then again, that they also cast Fisher Stevens as well, an Indian. You have to remember, Alan, that... The world's nightmare? Well, no... It is now, but in the 90s? 90s, everything was perfect. In the 90s, racism <laughs> wasn't a thing anymore. It was over. Yeah, they, they solved it. Yeah. yeah. It only came back. Well, it, here's Shit, the thing. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. I can't fucking even. It's insane. It's, it's It was solved again in 2004. Yes. Well, no. Uh, sorry, 2005. 2008. No, no, 2005, it was solved Bush again. Bush solved it? No, no, when Crash won Best right. Picture. Right, sorry, of course. Of <laughs> How could you forget? Of course. How Racism could, solved. How could I forget? And then, you know, it kind of started creeping up again. And then, luckily, 2018, Green Book won, so. Oh, so it's fine. It was fine. <laughs> it was fixed again. It was fixed again. <laughs> and no one has, has had a problem since. Ugh. Good job, Green Book. You I believe the poet uh, Smashmouth once said, "The world's on fire." How about yours? I mean, that's just the way I like it. Because I will never, never get, get bored. bored. All right, um, let's try and talk about this episode. What did you think, Greg? What are some initial thoughts uh, post watching this episode? When, when was the last time you watched this one? Do you do you think? Probably years. Yeah, yeah. This is one that I don't usually Revisit. watch, um, mostly because after much of poo about nothing, I'm pretty much done with Apu as a main character. Yeah. I don't think there's much more to do and he like this isn't a good episode. Uh-huh. It's just not. Yeah. Um it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to get behind it. I think I honestly think Homer has some fun hijinks that he that he gets into in this episode, but for me it's so it's so clearly just like just messy. It's a it's it's, it's very scatterbrained. The way that they treat their second act, mm-hmm. um, the title, to the two Mrs. Dahasapima Petalons, the whole idea of of Marge being with him is is like it's there and then it's not. It's very quickly abandoned. It, yeah. yeah, and it's it seems like it's just it, it it is just a like a filler thing wherein it probably would have been a better episode if you just had Manjula there and they were trying to make it work. Yeah. For the whole episode, and we got to know her. I that, that that's something that struck me as weird as a child when I was watching this. I was like, "Oh, I guess they're gonna be fine," but I don't really know her. Yeah. Well, you that know what was, her favorite movie, food, and book is. Yeah, fried green tomatoes for all three. And that was a problem that to me when I was watching this episode, even as a kid, even on CBC, I was like, "Okay, I'm laughing because it's 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 a funny episode. It's got some good jokes." Um, but then at the end, when Manjula's revealed, I'm like, okay, they're gonna be they're gonna be okay, and you leave the episode with that feeling of like, but I don't know her. 
I, yeah, and we and don't really see her never... again until, or like, have like a focus on her again until the they have their kids, right? And they never try. Yeah, they didn't. And this was their shot. This was yeah. the shot at that. They 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 could have done it, and they didn't. They didn't even bother. Instead no. of instead, they went with a very very rote uh, sitcom plot. Yeah, yeah, it's very sitcommy. Um, it's I, I actually really like the first act. Uh, I think like the bachelor the, auction is yeah, great. The bachelor auction and just like Apu loving his bachelor life, like that's I think a fun um, lead into the episode. And then I agree with you. I think that the second and third act, like I think instead of his mother appearing, like coming, it should be Manjula comes. Absolutely. Like, ho- like hello, I'm Manjula. We're arranged to be married. And he's like, oh no, this throws a wrench in my bachelorhood. And then Act Two is him getting to know her. To see, and you know, and like with a like, he's like not into it. Like he's like, oh, this sucks. But like, what, I don't know. Tell me about yourself. And like, eventually, you have some kind of like connection or whatnot. And then the third act can be about the the actual wedding. And maybe he's getting cold feet still. And you know, that's a classic sitcom thing too. But it works. It's there for a reason. And I just, yeah, I don't like the idea that it's uh, they add in this dumb sitcom thing of uh, pretend Marge is your wife. Uh, and like you said, it's dropped very quickly, so it's like it's almost like what was the point? Yeah, yeah. So, so while while this episode is uh, is going, and while we're talking about it, I'm I'm thinking of some of the other episodes of season nine because, as we've talked about, this is a very important season to both of us <laughs> for different reasons, and. I think I keep I coming. It's important, but like notable. It's, it's a turning point season. Okay. How dare you? So, the what what I keep coming back to is that is that that point that you made early on in our review of season nine in our exploration of it, where where in your you you keep saying that this that this feeling of cynicism and bordering on nihilism um, is kind of like creeping in. Yeah. from the fringes and it's like making itself ever more known and like and the way I describe it is a is a fear of sincerity which is basically the same thing I'm yep. just trying to be nice uh because I like this season <laughs> <laughs> and um and you can really feel it in this episode and you can really feel it in some of the previous episodes where like if they were if they if they were just confident and comfortable with with sincerity I think you have yourself, if not great episodes, at least good ones. Yeah. At least ones that don't rely on mean humor. Um, yeah, I think a lot of the premises in season nine, this one included, have potential to be fun episodes. Yeah. And yeah, they just, for me, a lot of the time they ruin it with uh, with their cynicism. And it's just not fun. It's no fun anymore. I like having fun when I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so even even when there's like good jokes in an episode, which is often, I'm like it's 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 clouded by all these other things that I don't like, so it's harder to enjoy that singular joke. And this is one of those for me. Yeah, it's like there's there's a bunch of jokes in this in, in this episode that are that I uh, that I enjoy quite a bit. Yeah, but but it is it's like <laughs> it's it's like running into a lamppost in the fog. <laughs> you know, it's like clang. Okay, I've but I still have to wander through this fog. <laughs> So, I've given you my take. Do you have a take? 
of this episode? Yeah. I mean, I think I I right. said that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I more or less agree with your initial points. And um, yeah, I just think they're, uh, I would have liked to see Manjula. Uh, I don't like the uh, the Homer stuff in this one, um, as is often the case. Uh, I don't think he's quite jerk-ass Homer, but he's just like kind of annoying. Um, and things like the, uh, you know, the wedding at the end and whatnot is is where it gets a little too much for me. With it's, him, with the it, way he does that, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's, something that works mm-hmm. is him going up into the tree and getting pelted <laughs> with rocks, throwing rocks at him. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, he gets his his comeuppance, as it were. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I liked. I like what we were watching. You you said um, uh, when he comes in as Ganesh. And it's like, where did he get that? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's a polyethylene, like, uh, we can assume. Elephant mask. Elephant costume. Yeah. And then he made, like, two fake arms for yeah. himself. Yeah. Oh, I hope he made two fake arms. <laughs> it's upsetting to think where he could have gotten them. Well, they fell off as he was being chased, and they looked fake. I'm going to stick with that. There you go. <laughs> There's a yeah. There's a few moments of of Homer being fine in this, <laughs> but I think I also like I mentioned that he feels like such like the wacky neighbor character yeah. in this episode, and and that's not a sustainable main character. True. There's a reason why they're that why they come in and are in like five minutes of an episode and then they're gone. Yeah, you're Kimmy Gibblers. Who? Uh, your Wilsons? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not 75. <laughs> I'm kidding, I know who Wilson is. He's from Home Improvement. Yeah, he's yeah. your namesake. Yeah. You were named after him. I was, my whole family. <laughs> or, like, this is when I reveal that Greg Wilson is just my stage name. Mm. And I <laughs> took the last name from the first name of the neighbor <laughs> in Home Improvement. First and last name. His name is Wilson Wilson? It is. Really? Yep. It's That's revealed at one silly. point. Yep. <laughs> Home improvement. Um, he has a uh, doctorate in a uh, forgotten languages, I believe. <laughs> like Latin. That's one of them. Yeah, but there's more. <laughs> uh, Wilson Wilson Jr. Yep. Wilson Wilson Jr. Yeah. So his dad was also Wilson Wilson. Oh wow. Hang um, on. I just gotta. I gotta answer a text message. Oh boy! I gotta, uh, Hollywood yeah, over here. Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. Well, you have to announce what the text is. I will. On, I will on air. <laughs> this is from Ryan Reese. Uh-oh. Um, Doctor Ryan Reese saying okay to get there early, like 4:30. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. Tell him uh, he can, but he has to stay out of the backyard. <laughs> you have I'm, to wait out front. I'm gonna tell him. Us. I'm gonna tell him it's a free country, but you have to wait out front. <laughs> So there you go. Wilson W. Wilson Jr., PhD. Uh, Forgotten languages and cultures. Yep, I was right. Fucking nailed that shit. Done. Anyway, Kimmy Gibbler is from Full House. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm trying to think of other wacky neighbor characters. I mean Kramer. Kramer's, but like, the, Kramer's the one. But but it, but in, it's it's a different kind of uh, wacky neighbor because uh, I like I think that's a, that's a unique one because it starts out that way, 
but he become like there's the four core characters and because Seinfeld is such an interesting like gestation and creation um you know Elaine wasn't in the first episode and they're like you got to put a woman in there and they're like ah we don't know how to write women what are we gonna do um (laughs) Larry and Jerry um that's a good that's a good impression of both of them (laughs) and uh and then yeah Kramer was uh yeah just supposed to be the wacky neighbor character, the classic sitcom character, just comes in every so often. But then they realize, oh, we got this core four group of characters, and all of them are interesting enough on their own that they can sustain multiple storylines. And so it becomes a very different thing than your Kimmy Gibblers or your Wilsons, who 100% can't sustain their own storylines. So, And it's interesting that, they, that they're able to do that in Seinfeld. And do you think that sent Larry David spiraling when they were like, you got to put a woman in here? And he's like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, I mean, yes, obviously. Obviously. He's, he's a neurotic weirdo. Um, <laughs> and he is very much, him and Jerry are very much, even to this day, still on the, you know, the kind of like women are from Mars, men are from Venus kind of idea of culture uh, in society where it's like, ah, like <laughs> women, who, ever, who can ever understand them? Am I right? I'm a man. I know men. We like beer. Um, and uh, it's interesting because. Uh, they write that storyline into the show, into Seinfeld, when they have their very meta season four arc where they're creating a TV pilot for NBC called Jerry that is clearly a Seinfeld analog, and they try to write Elaine's character, and you know they, they have that moment where it's like, all right, Elaine enters. What does she say? What does she <laughs> say? Elaine doesn't have to enter her here. <laughs> and they like cross her out and uh, Elaine gets mad. She's like, why am I why am I not in this? You said you were gonna have an Elaine character. And like, we don't know how to write a woman. It's like like right now, you're gonna say something? I have no idea what it is. <laughs> She's like, you have no idea? Like, I could ballpark it. <laughs> Wonderful show. Uh, <laughs> That's a good bit. Yeah. That's a really funny bit. Yeah. Um Damn, that's good. <laughs> Elaine doesn't have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, Homer, yeah, he very much plays that role in this episode uh, where he's just like kind of hanging around Apu and giving him advice here and there and sometimes not. Um, and sometimes it's, it works. Uh, sometimes it's funny. Like, the I think the moment where he goes, uh, what do you want from me? <laughs> he's, like, try, he's like, well, you could do this. He's like, no, but then if I did that, then blank. So it's like, well, then do this. He's like, well, no, I can't do that. He's like, well, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I do like that Apu, like, he's the he's the architect of his own destruction yes. by keeping on, like, you keep on going to him yeah. for these things. Like, just lie to him. I don't know. What do you want from Yeah. Me? Well, and, like, and that's the other thing, too, right? Where you're like, okay, he's this like, is like, what really... do I tell her? And he writes something about <laughs> sticky buns? Yeah, where are the sticky buns? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. That's funny. But, like, you, you can blame Homer for the like the shitty sitcom plot of like pretend Marge is your wife, but also like Apu is very much like he goes a lot. He agrees to it very quickly. He's never like that's a bad idea. That's stupid. That'll never work. And and then yeah, and like the the stuff with the re- I do I do like that Homer forgets about it. Yeah, that's, that's good. He's just hanging out on the couch and sees him come. He's like, oh shit, uh, Marge. Yodel, that yodel was so good. <laughs> And has to like run it by Marge very quickly, <laughs> like the amount of time it takes her to walk to the door. Um, what? <laughs> Don't worry, it's just for as long as his mother's staying here. What? <laughs> it's great. Um, and like I can see seeds of them wanting to subvert the the sitcom plot with that, even with that moment where it's like, oh shit, I forgot to tell Marge. 
he has to quickly tell her like it, and I think that would have been way more interesting if like they set up that sitcom plot and then like immediately it like falls apart and just like ah geez all right well <laughs> sorry mom uh yeah I, I'm not married um you know like they have Marge immediately be like like say something wrong it's like wait there's no way you two are married. And then the kids come and it's like, who are these? And it's like, those are my children. And the kids are like, no, we're not. <laughs> like, you know, if it just all fell apart very quickly, that could be like a really interesting subversion of that uh, sitcom idea. But they like try to lean into it and then abandon it very quickly. So it's just like, go one way or the other. I don't know. That's also something that I think you can find in in some of the earlier Scully Scully stuff. Like one of the things that, that immediately jumps to my mind is the is the riots from the Cartridge family. Right. And how it's just abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> they need that to set up the, I need to protect my family, I'm going to buy a gun, and then we don't see them again. Yeah. And that is a huge bummer. Yes. Because when they do take really big swings and just go for it, you get one of my favorite episodes of this season. Oh, boy. It's called Das Bus. <laughs> But they also abandon that at the end. They don't have a resolution. No, they don't. They swing so hard that they get James Earl Jones. <laughs> it's great. It's so great. And Homer starts an internet company. It's and it's fucking super stupid. funny. <laughs> it's a great episode, guys. It holds up. Oh, boy. I'm... Go banana. I mean, I'm so excited to watch it again because I don't know what my reaction will be. I remember disliking it. I hope we can watch it together. Yeah. That'd be nice. It would be. Watch it in the backyard. Yeah, again it means or, the bus, or maybe, maybe in my house. Yeah, maybe if they lift that restriction enough. There's no restriction. Is there not? No. Indoor what are we doing this for then? <laughs> I have room in my house. <laughs> I thought it was for you. You live with four other people. I. That's that's true. I. That's the. I was being respectful of your living situation, and you're perhaps someone who is uh, nervous about. Uh, contracting it. It's me. I'm the nervous one. Okay, well, that's why we're outside and staying six meters apart. Six feet apart. Six meters, yeah. Six meters apart. <laughs> Bang! For our American listeners, a meter is the length of a football field. That's right. Well, you don't know the difference. That, wait. <laughs> Literally everybody else in the world does. Um, no, like, the restriction is, like, no more than 15 people indoors for gatherings, but all, but you have to maintain social distancing while indoors. Sure, right. Um, yeah, we could do that down there. In the, yeah, I know. I'm saying this is your fault. I, I'm saying it's your fault. I'm you saying, suggested this. See, we could have put You never said we were doing this outside. You. you just said, come to my house and record, and I yeah. said, sure. I got here, you had it all set up outside. I'm like, cool, that's what he wants. Yeah, that is what I want. <laughs> it's nice, though. Why are you complaining? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, we're you know, guys, it's been a week. it's been a year. It's been a year. <laughs> it's only halfway through. Oh god, it's halfway through. It, only halfway. It is already like, halfway. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like it's it's crazy yeah. that the year's all like already halfway done. I've been to London, then spent the rest of it indoors. <laughs> I didn't even get to go to London. <laughs> At least I got to go to London. Yeah. That was nice. I was I was planning to maybe go to London. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh yeah, I was like I should I should come out and we should do an episode in London. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I've, I've never been and I want to go and 
You and, you and Allie were there. I was like, at least I'll have some friends to see the city with. And we had a we had a couch that was big enough to crash on. There you go. Yeah, that's always the the best travel plan. It's when the you have dream. A place to stay. It truly is the dream. <laughs> uh, anyway, if anyone out there has a couch for me, <laughs> I want to travel more, especially right now. <laughs> Are we sending good wishes to our friend James tonight? Yes. Is that what's happening? That's the plan. That is the plan. Yeah. All right. Do I have to make a video or something? That's for a different thing. All of this is being cut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just wait till after the episode then. Nah. We'll talk about it. I okay. want to talk about it now. Well, yeah, we're just doing a nice little thing on the Zoom. Yeah. Uh, What's happening tonight? Club. What is happening? Uh, there hasn't been like a clear plan. So like after this, I was gonna you know reach out if no one else has. But right. I think the idea was to get into the Zoom room before him. Right. Uh, and like maybe have our backgrounds be like something hap- like to James related right where party hats something like that and basically just be like hey like when he arrives we're like hey we just want to say happy birthday and we're going to talk about the movie and then after that we're going to like play some like movie games or something cool and very uh, cool yeah but then the the video thing is for Friday his actual birthday I'd like to put together a little video of us just, wish- just wishing him happy birthday uh, because he won't get to see us all and you know it's, I think it'll be nicer than just saying it in Zoom. Not that that isn't also nice. Right. Cool. Okay. That sounds good. Great. Cutting this, sir? What? No, it's all, <laughs> it all stays in. I'm going to keep it in. Yeah. Well, this can't come out before we send the video to him then, because he might listen to it. Well, you said Friday, right? Yeah. I, when are you sending it to him on Friday? <laughs> it depends on how many people have sent my their things. I can just, uh, you know, like, uh, delay the, the schedule. All right. Well... Could have it come out at 5 p.m. Happy birthday, James. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this before the video, sorry, <laughs> Greg ruined it. <laughs> I did no such thing. Um, this is going to come out after you watch the video. I will plan it that way. I mean, let's be honest. He's not going to listen to this right he, away. No, he never <laughs> listens to this right away. He's like, He's got like two months backlogged. He listened to other podcasts before this one. It's He's probably listened to the one he was on. There's so many. It. There's so <laughs> many podcasts out there. You can't expect your friends to support you. So, <laughs> this is something I've learned. Yeah. No, it's hey. you can you can you can like um, somehow count on or hope that complete and utter strangers will support you out of the good of their hearts who uh, because they just happen to enjoy your show yeah. and for which you will be forever grateful in this hypothetical situation I am absolutely talking about us uh-huh. <laughs> thank you patrons thank You're you Patreon, pa- patreons patreons yeah they're called patrons yeah the they thing are. is called patreon yeah. yeah why is it called patreon did we go over this it's called Patreon because patron, uh-huh. and then Eon is like it's the Forever. future. Yeah, yeah, that's right. the The fine print when you sign up for Patreon is you're you're logged in. You're like you're you're set to pay this money for eons. Yes, until you cancel your subscription. Which I bl- <laughs> <laughs> until you cancel your subscription because the, the podcast you listen to goes off the rails too much. <laughs> Starts talking about birthdays of their close friend that yeah. no one gives a shit about. <laughs> I give a shit about. Well, it. yeah, we do. Don't don't listen. Half the people listening don't give a shit. That's why I'm like, you're cutting this, right? James, don't listen to him. I give a shit. I give so much of a shit that I'm not even going to cut this. Oh boy. <laughs> Happy birthday, James. <laughs> For me this time. 
Greg yeah, Wilson. Just from Greg. That's right. <laughs> Did you know that Greg Wilson is also the name of a country singer? I didn't. Let's move on. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, James had a traditional Hindu wedding. He did. So that ties into this. It does. Absolutely. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was bonkers. But also long. Yeah. So the whole thing of them just walking around the fire. And then being married. is not a thing. But also Reverend Lovejoy <laughs> should not be doing that ceremony. It's all Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird that... That they got him to do that, but then again, it was the '90s, and I guess you could do that kind of thing. You could do that kind of thing, and and they would play, and they'd play it as a joke, which they did, yeah. and everyone's like, ha, 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 "That's funny." <laughs> Hindus don't believe in Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> I don't think. Actually, I have no idea. They might. They don't. Okay, <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to say that, and then like people are like, "Yes, we do." You dick. <laughs> I don't know a lot about religion, so apologies to our religious listeners, if any, but. I just, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Moving don't. on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't want me to stutter we, and stammer for another five minutes? The, the point we're trying to make is uh, we've both been to a Hindu wedding, so we're far more qualified mm. to talk about it than these uh, Simpsons writers, which is actually, I think is actually true. Well, I mean, as far as like, as far as qualifications go, sure. we're very not qualified to yes. talk about it. Oh, yeah. But, but neither the Simpsons are, they. are below us, <laughs> and yeah, they did research on it. Like they looked up a bunch of stuff. Sure. And uh, so this is the thing I read. It's like they researched uh, traditional Hindu ceremonies uh, and ended up being disappointed that most of it wasn't as funny as it could could have been. Huh. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of where their heads were at. It's like let's look up this other culture's like traditions and and things. It's gonna be so funny because they're so weird. And then they find out. Oh no! It's just like it's you know it's. It's just like a nice ceremony, and it's about love and happiness. That's not that's not a good mind for comedy, you know. Like Rats. like most weddings, yeah, just <laughs> different colors, really. Oh boy, Simpsons writers, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler: They won't. Um. <laughs> it is yeah. It is not together, and it is um. It's like that teacup shattering. That I or the glass shattering, and you try and pick it back up, and uh, and you start cutting yourself on it. This analogy again. I, I'm gonna keep going back to it because I think it's a perfect analogy, and I want you to fucking acknowledge <laughs> it. I think I did last time. <laughs> oh man, now I'm just like I'm. Uh, I I I don't care about this episode. <laughs> Really, if I'm being perfectly honest, yeah. it's, it's not the best. It's so, it's so bleh, meh. Yeah, eh. it seems like this seems like the kind of episode that we would be doing in like season two or one, where we would be doing three. Yeah, you know, I we could have, have easily as much to talk about. Yeah, I could have easily watched a, a whole other episode, and we could have we we could have filled our hour that way. Yeah. But now this is going to be a short episode. It's probably going to be an hour long. It's just not be, our shortest. Not our shortest. Not our shortest. My sister, my shitter is the. <laughs> that's what they should have called that because it has the outhouse. Uh, <laughs> so everyone who has been emailing us at the Hammock District on third at gmail dot com, 
you guys are doing great, and we are really hoping to get some more in for our clip Stop show episode, it. and we do really appreciate it. But those of you who have been sending in uh, your thoughts on the outhouse joke, I'm, uh, it's just been the greatest. <laughs> I've been reading it, and um, there's been a few of you who have been who have been telling me that the outhouse joke is the greatest, and you're you're right. You're right. So. Uh, keep it up. Yeah, Send me more. Keep sending those outhouse thoughts. Send me an email that's just describing the outhouse joke in your own words, and I will read it. Top five outhouse jokes of all time. <laughs> Top five? Yeah. Um, could we? Can we say the the um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation shitters full? Sure. Okay, we'll uh, we'll add that in there. We'll include that joke. Um, there's a. Uh, th- I think there's a really good one of uh, like the porta potty. Um, I think it's in like Borat or something. <laughs> okay, where like the the John gets like dunked yeah, over. Yeah, I remember something like that, and he's covered like in blue. blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's some in The Simpsons where it's like someone made an awful mess in there. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the My top- tool shed. <laughs> and then the the top two are the uh, two story outhouse, one for each story. Right, that's a different joke. My tool shed, where it's like I'm gonna go to the outhouse or something, and it's like we don't have an outhouse. <gasps> my, my tool shed. Yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a different. That's a good, that's one. A good one. Okay, that's number two. <laughs> there you go. Uh... <laughs> Should have done that on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what do you think about uh, Manjula? Great question. Wish I knew her. I wish I got to know her. Yeah. I, I, that's that's I like I at uh, off the top we both offered our takes on this episode. That was mine. That was just like, why not have her in the whole episode? Yeah. Why not do that? I know it's a completely different episode, but that would be better. And they intentionally keep her out of the flashback because they wanted her appearance, like her reveal, to be a surprise. I don't know if you knew that. I it's. Okay. <laughs> People often don't look the same as they did when they were three. Usually not. Usually. Yeah. If they do... A little weird. That's probably an alien. No, uh-oh. And you should call the government. Or it's a Benjamin Button. And you should call the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if there's anything we've learned these past few weeks, the government is always right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And they f- only care about our safety. <laughs> they'll fix it all. Oh, they, boy. They know what they're doing. Uh, That's what we've learned. Wow. Everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, this episode's bad. This of our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it might be. It might be a bad episode. Um, but this, yeah, the, the and we're episode. hearing someone sawing now. I don't know if that's picking up. Is it a saw? Ah, it's something. Is it a Some chain? power tool? Yeah, is it whatever. It's, okay. It's, Again, I can't hear any of the, like what you're hearing. I'm trusting you with earphones in <laughs> to yeah. tell me if it's being picked up or not. Well, it doesn't and you're matter. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Because it doesn't matter. What's the point of wearing those earphones, Greg? The point is that I can hear our levels. Okay. And that when you get a little... little little angry? When you you get a little excited, I can ride the volume a bit. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) Allowing me to stay unhinged. All right. So you've calmed yourself down? Calm myself down. All right. Turn it on. Turn it down. All right. There you go. Oh, God. Uh, I nearly knocked the (laughs) recording device over. We're professionals. Oh, we're losing it right now. <laughs> oh, man. 
well. But it's very comfortable out here. It's very nice. I really like these seats. I, I like I like the the seats. I like the the backyard. Uh, you got a little hammock. You got a little uh, fire pit where you can roast weenies. This is the most comfortable I've been recording a podcast in a long time. Mm. I've probably been comfortabler. Good word. <laughs> comfortabler? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've you've doubled down. So I haven't, I haven't left the house in a while. Have you, is your brain mush? Mine's yeah, a little mushy. It's mushy. Yeah, I haven't had to like activate it and do things. I mean, I do do weekly trivia. You do 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 do. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do do the movie trivia. By the way, oh thanks, thanks um, for letting me know. Yeah, I'm letting you know now, so you won't forget. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, I have to memorize so many lines. Wait, what are you doing? For Heritage Park? Oh, you're you're like an actor. Then. I'm an actor okay. now. I don't yeah. Know. I'm acting again. You said you were working there, but I I don't know. Those people do like just tour guide shit. I don't no, know yeah, your, and your I would love it is. if I could just cut the grass. That would be totally fine. Um or g- grease the the wheels of the Isn't there like an amusement park there? The, the wagons? <laughs> grease the wagon wheels? Isn't there like like rides there? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm going to find out. This episode is brought to you by Heritage Park. <laughs> Just Check say two bad neighbors at the gate for a zero percent discount. And confused looks. <laughs> uh, anyway. Do you want to go over to the reference desk? I mean <laughs> I feel like I had more to say about the episode, but I I'm realizing I don't. Yeah, me neither. Well uh, I was there was a there was a distinct feeling of dread as I was watching this episode, as being like I might have five minutes of material to talk about with this episode, and bleep, whoops, then I'll talk about James's birthday. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, references. Uh, we got the uh, the film The Two Mrs. Carols. The title is a reference to. Which is is that Humphrey a remake? Is, is there a remake of that called Carol? No. Got it. That's just one Carol. Just one Carol. I thought they were both named Carol. No, was... one's named Rooney Mara. <laughs> but maybe there will be a sequel called Carols with well, a dollar sign. No, there's going to be a, se- a sequel called The Muppets Carol, and it's going to be The Muppets recreating the movie Carol. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> Miss Piggy as Carol and uh, Janice as uh, Who's Rooney Janice? Mara. She's from Dr. T's uh, Electric Mayhem. Oh, okay. She's one of the band members. Right. She plays bass, I believe. Cool. There's not a lot of female characters that's in a good the point. Muppets. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, uh, boy. Uh, the, yeah, The Two Mrs. Carols, it's a like, Humphrey Bogart movie. Um, I don't know what it's about. I assume there's two people named Mrs. Carol, or some dude is like womanizing two women. I don't know. It's fucking old. Uh, Hot-Blooded by Foreigner. <laughs> is that who made that song? Yeah. Foreigner? Foreigner. What Check a bad band! <laughs> I like Foreigner. That song sucks. I mean, that's one of that's one of their least in- interesting singles. But you got cold, uh, cold as ice. You got uh, I want to know what love is. Yeah. You got, uh, I'm waiting the for rest. I'm waiting for a good song in there, and it's totally. F- you don't like it, I want to know what love is. No. Uh, I don't want anyone to show me. I want you to show me. No. Okay. Sorry. I refuse. I refuse not to, even at your wedding? You know, you know what it is? Oh, please not at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I 
no, that will teach me what love is. I will see it happen. You will show me because you're in love. Right. That's right. what I mean. Right. That's okay. going to be your first dance song now. Yeah. Yeah. I can control that, right? See, As you, best man? See, so you and Allie should have a real long talk because, like, uh, I think she's leading more towards the make the first dance hilarious I s- mean, side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Because she said something very, very uh, appropriate and uh, something that, that really uh, gelled with me in that uh, everybody's going to be looking at us, and I fucking hate that. <laughs> It's going to be awkward as shit. I mean, again, as best man, I can uh, I can dr- make a distraction if you want. <laughs> uh, Everyone else will see it as like, oh, fuck, Alan ruined that wedding. What a fucking I asshole. I thought you were going to go and like <laughs> so raunchy with that just then. I thought it was like, as best man, I could jerk off into the cake or something. I don't know. I mean, why, why, why would a you distraction. Do, why would you do that as a distraction? That's horrible. <laughs> I was thinking of just going like, blah, look over here. Right, right. You know, dress up like a crow, maybe. Or an elephant. An elephant. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Double Vision. That's another foreigner song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's. I don't like that. I think I don't like his voice. Jukebox Hero? Yeah, I don't like that song either. It's urgent? Def- it's definitely his voice. So urgent. I don't know that one. It's a great song. All right. Um, what was the other one that I knew? Uh, I've been waiting for a girl like you. That was them. Anyway, uh, yeah, waiting for a girl like you. That was from the Vice City soundtrack. Really? Remember that? Yeah, sure I do. Yeah, what was his name? The the DJ's Tommy, name? Tommy. Oh, the DJ. Oh yeah. boy, uh, Fernando. I, nah, he was the love guy for V Rock on V Rock. Remember that one? Sorry. No? Ah, <laughs> listeners. There was a really funny DJ, like funny for like a high school student. Sure. And like his callers, like the people who would call in, I would always get a kick out of. Because he was like, hey, Laszlo. His name was Laszlo. I remember Laszlo. like, yeah. hey, Laszlo, I'm going to wallpaper my room with black trash bags. <laughs> He's like, black trash bags. That's sweet. Make sure you spray paint V-Rock across it. Your <laughs> mom will love that. Uh, capturing the 80s aesthetic of shitty radio stations. Absolutely. They nailed it. They did. Anyway, uh, Riverdance. He does a little Riverdance when he's dancing. That who does. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Harry Shearer's is the uh, the the hair salon, and that's of course a reference to Harry Shearer, the actor. The actor. <laughs> yes. Uh, he gets a couple of different hairstyles. The only ones I really notice is like pop culture ones were the Coolio. Yeah. And the Rachel from Friends. Oh, is that what he got? Yeah. Okay. Uh, ben Hur is referenced again with of course. the wheelchair race. Okay, we didn't talk about the B plot. Uh, fried green tomatoes is referenced. The movie, the book, and the food. And then uh, they play uh, the song "Close to You" by the Carpenters, aka Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear uh, at his wedding for some reason. It's an uh, it's it's an Indian version. Yeah, but that's Homer and Marge's song. Yeah, it is. It's weird. How Jerry? It's it's bad. And we didn't talk about the B plot because it goes on for just the second act, I think. It's yeah, because it's basically like while the uh, sitcom plot is happening, Homer needs a place to stay. Moe's going to Easter Island. Um, but you like that? I joke. do like that joke. Yeah. Uh, and so he can't go to Moe's, which I, which is his first plan. Obviously, is to go to a bar, live at a bar. I mean, you have a problem, Homer. Let's talk about it. 
He make, um, it makes a lot more sense for him to go to Moe's than it does for him to stay with his dad. No, I know. Because he, he hates his dad. Of course. His dad's a bad person. Those aren't person. the only two options, though. <laughs> Are they not? I just, no. I just think it's funny that that's his first instinct, is I'll live at Moe's. You would think he would stay with Barney. Yeah. His best friend. Or Lenny. I'm Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably sleep in his office. I know people who do that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's the same person. <laughs> we will not out them here. Um, anyway, he uh, yeah, Homer goes to the uh, retirement castle and learns that he loves uh, essentially the lifestyle of a senior citizen, <laughs> so which I think is apt. And actually, uh, they the the writers said they liked that idea, uh, but they couldn't feel they didn't feel it could sustain a whole episode. I think it could have. I think that could have been a more interesting episode is if like he was forced to stay at the retirement castle for some reason and he he's against it at first but then he starts to like all the lifestyle and that kind of thing and maybe he has like a a feud with his dad and I don't know. The things There's that stuff they, they could do there. The things that they choose and they that they say won't sustain a whole episode I oftentimes now like later on even in season 8 too yeah. where I'm like Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that couldn't sustain a whole episode? I think you just didn't try hard enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have ordered another flat of Chinese food and stayed late. Writers, <laughs> you're writing for The Simpsons, after all. We should write some Simpsons spec scripts. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems real hard. <laughs> no, I want to prove that we're better than these professionals. Right, sure, go for it. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Easter Island, I think, is a great joke. Uh, I'm going to Easter Island. Oh, going to see the big heads, huh? The what now? <laughs> I don't get it. What's Easter Island? Easter Island? You don't know yeah. about Easter Island? No. So it's a, it's a, it's near Chile. Chile. It's like off the coast of Chile. And uh, yeah, it's these big, uh, ma- uh, I'm going to say the wrong thing here, so I'm just going to look it up, but it's, I, not, I don't think Maori, um, but these giant uh, heads. Oops. I, <laughs> I wrote giant because I was saying the word giant. Are those the... Is that like on the Pink Floyd album, The Division Bell? Uh, it's similar, at least. I don't know if it's the exact ones. Um, uh, Maui. Uh, Mo- or Moai. I am probably butchering that. But uh, uh, monumental statues called Moai, M-O-A-I, uh, created by inhabitants during the 16th... 16th sorry, the 13th to the 16th centuries. Um, they're carved human figures with oversized heads, often resting on massive stone pedestals called ahus. Um. Yeah. So it's just it's it's. I mean, it's basically a uh, a tourist destination. It's the thing now, to you know? see. Yeah. Um. But I just. I mean, as a kid, I heard Easter Island, and I think chocolate. Yeah, you'd be saying bunny chocolate, bunny. chocolates and bunnies, and there's a whole island and, for it, and Christ, <laughs> and we can go and find it. Yeah. Exactly. So I just like the joke that Mo, as a adult man, has that same mindset. <laughs> Um, does it? Does he say that he's going there for the rabbits and the chocolate? No. So but I think you it's layer implied, that in. I think it's implied that he thinks it's something to do with See, the Easter holiday. I didn't layer that in. I think because you're a dummy. I think your own um, wanting to make the joke better layers that in. So what do you think the joke was on the surface then? I'm going to Easter Island. You're gonna so go you're... see the big heads. What? But he's disappointed. He's like, the what now? He's confused and disappointed. Yeah. It's like it's like Monster Island. 
Right. It's actually it's a actually peninsula. peninsula. <laughs> right. Uh, I think it's the same kind of joke, where it's sure. like you hear blank island, and you assume it's an island of that blank. Like Christmas Island. Sure. If you were like, I'm going to Christmas Island, you'd be like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Like a winter wonderland, and Santa will be there, and you get presents. But it's really hot. But it's, yeah, and it's actually like a war zone. And yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's not my favorite joke, though. What is? Uh, my favorite joke is 100%. It's also Mo-related, Mo and it's when he comes out for the Bachelor auction um, and just keeps walking. Yeah. Because he imme- – I mean, what a log line as well. All right, tell them this is what this is who I am. I, I like women taking their clothes off for money. And you wonder if he started with, like, a different – like, he's like – he's like it's like, oh, what are some of your likes and, and dislikes? He's like, I like strippers. And it's like, uh – I don't know if we should put that. All right, fine. I like women who take their clothes off for money. Is that better? I guess so. <laughs> I guess it's wildly we'll go, better. We'll go with that, I guess. And uh, it's Krusty, right, who says it? Yeah. And he's and yeah, like how he says it, like like it's a good thing, like taking their clothes off for money. <laughs> and then like him walking out with a big smile and like his eyes darting and seeing all the women in the crowd just like glaring at him and just like understanding and continuing to walk. Into the it's reject so pen. It's so brilliant. I love it. And a good setup with, you know, like having Barney and the sea captain and, and then just there's a bunch of them in there and, and having Mo be the last one that we see. So good. What's your favorite joke? Um, probably shut up, shut up. I can't believe you don't shut up. Yeah. Because I, I think it's great. All you need is a car bomb. I can't believe you're not shutting up right now. Again, Apu, you brought this on yourself. He did, yeah, and I think that's why I like it. <laughs> okay, because it's because he's finally he's like, like he's, he's like realizing. Where, yeah, yeah, it's it's a realization. It's also funny. He delivers it well. Um, as we said, he won an Emmy for this. Um, <laughs> this season, this, I think this episode won two Emmys. So <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Isn't it? Isn't it great? Did, did a lot of their Emmys happen in this season? Or did they get a bunch before this? I'm, I think they had a bunch before okay. this, but... Um, I was just wondering if maybe they were like, listen, we got to start giving The Simpsons some Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like The the Departed, Martin Scorsese's Departed. Yeah. It's not his best movie, but they're like, I, Guy needs one. Come on. Guy needs one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like... What would you have given it to him for since then? Scorchese? Scorchese, yeah. I mean, what's he done since then? Tons. Uh, I know, but like... He did did Shutter Island. He did Hugo. Hugo. I really like Hugo. He did Shutter Island. He did Silence. He did The Wolf of Wall Street. He did The Irishman. Um, Those are big ones. Those those are are five big major movies. Yeah, I mean, none of those are notable either to me, but... I think the I Wolf think of Wall Street is a better Street? choice than any of those ones, personally. For director, yeah. yeah. I think the Wolf of Wall Street should have won DiCaprio as Oscar. Yes. Um, Who won that year? McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, the big roll of the eyes. That's the right. <laughs> that's the right response. And it's ironic because he's also in the Wolf of yeah, Wall Street. Yeah. He comes and to he, brag and he hits his chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a great scene. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I like it. Scorsese directs a lot of horrible or like 
his movies are about horrible people. It's uh, it's the well he continues to yeah. go back to. It's horrible people doing horrible things. I just rewatched Taxi Driver last night. Great movie. It's a great movie, but mm-hmm. it's oh boy, oh boy, hard to watch, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. It is. It is rough stuff. Roof, real roof stiff. Yeah. Um, Travis Bickle, not a hero. Not a hero. Guys, he's a bad guy. Don't. That's why he's in the don't take the wrong, movie. Don't take the wrong lessons from that movie. Also, don't take the wrong lessons from Shitty Taxi Driver, a.k.a. Joker, uh, and think that Joker's a hero. He's not. He's a bad guy. But he wants revolution, Greg. He's still a bad guy. <laughs> you can want revolution and still be a bad guy. We live in a society. You know? You get what you fucking deserve. I just played <laughs> Civilization V. Uh-huh. And... Uh, and I conquered the world. Oh, good. And it felt good. Uh-huh. It felt really good. But then what after that? Greg? What? What is next exactly. after that? Did I go to space? No. I just completely uh, was focused on world domination. And so everything fell to the wayside. I barely got past the Industrial Revolution. Sound familiar? <laughs> Sound familiar, world leaders? <laughs> um, who's your MVP of this episode? My MVP would... <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was probably a poo. I think he's... Uh, I think he's... I think he's good in this episode. I think he's sympathetic and um, interesting, and he feels more human than Homer. Yep. He so, has an arc. Yeah, he has a he has a, a decent arc for twenty two minutes. Yeah, and quite frankly, he's the only one with one. Yeah, so he gets it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's Apu for sure. Um, <laughs> his mother falling down. <laughs> kind of an honorable mention for me. <laughs> I think it's a pretty funny joke. It's like, oh, that'll buy us a few minutes because you don't notice at all. We left when old people fall. Exactly. Some 41, the prophets <laughs> said it best. Yes, they did. Uh, what was the other? Oh, we also were talking about the um, uh, Bart and Lisa asking uh, about the his dot. mother about the dot. Yeah. And how that should have just been Bart. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so strange. Watch that scene again, everybody. And it's weird that Lisa's in it. Yeah. It's very strange. And like, it could have, like, she could could still be in it, but she should just not be quite so ignorant. Yeah. It makes sense for Bart to be, but like, and even like, if she's just quite, if she's like, what's the what's the like cultural significance of of the dot of of the dot, you know? Because it's 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 likely she knows it exists, but doesn't really know a lot about it. Yeah. But it it just makes way more sense that she would be like kind of kind about it and yeah. like, what's up with that dot? Like, it's just the way she says it's it. It's so weird. weird. It's yeah. so wrong. Um, and it's a very good example of where I'm afraid this season might be headed. But I hope it's not. They don't care where the dialogue comes from. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. They write things and put them in characters' mouths that they shouldn't. All right. All right. Um, (laughs) Well, that's about it. Okay, bye. For us here. Um, (laughs) Let's let's do our sign-off. Let us do our sign-off. And a one and a two. (laughs) And a one, two, three, go. Wouldn't it be crazy if we like did a whole song for the first time and acted like <laughs> it was our normal sign? <laughs>
Here is where we sign off. Goodbye, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe. I mean, we could do that. We could. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back next time with... I forgot to look this up beforehand, but I like to know what the next one is. Ooh, Lisa the Skeptic. I like this one. I think I do, too. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, this one's a thumbs down, by the way. <laughs> in case that this, wasn't clear. This one? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, Lisa the Skeptic. And uh, Skeptic. You can always find us on uh, social media, uh, Two Bad Neighbors, a Simpsons podcast, or Bad Neighbors Pod, depending on where you're looking, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I mean, we're not going to be doing much on Instagram for a while, or um, like as far as posts go, I can tell you that, and as far as Twitter goes, no, <laughs> um, because it's just a... It's it's either it's either a barren wasteland of hatred or there or everyone's just posting about where you can go to affect change and and help with that. So we um, advise you to instead of looking at our stupid account, uh, look at where you can uh, try and make change, make the world a better place. Uh, yeah. But you know what, Greg? The world needs clowns. Bing that's bing us. bong bong. <laughs> no, the world needs laughter. You can also email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three, and we will always be checking that. That's right. And uh, that clip show is coming up soon. So if you do want to get a, a message in, please do so. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to our Patreon if you like. Uh, you can get some bonus stuff. Uh, King of Thieves, did that come out yet? That will be coming out in a week's time. Yeah. So you'll see that commentary soon. And then we're going to start a new round of commentaries. Do you want to announce it right now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait until okay. that one's out. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we also have other uh, like zombie episodes and stuff like that on our Patreon. Two bucks a month, get everything. And if we hit $100, we're going to do our Simpsons D&D. Yes, we will. So we're getting close. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Greg, anything to plug? Um, just, uh, you know, be kind. Be kind. Black Lives Matter. Good night. And keep watching the ski.